This is the place to go for anime, manga, comics, video games, all pop culture information. This is the place that you need to be. This program is brought to you by Blacken Studios Entertainment Division. Remember, it's Blacken. This is Haley Cummings, and when I want to listen to something funny and down-to-earth, I tune into the hardest-working podcast out there. My favorite and Oklahoma's favorite podcast, The Elijah Bailey Show. Thanks for downloading The Elijah Bailey Show from iTunes or BlackStudios.com. And here's a word from some of the folks that make it possible for you to hear this show for free every Thursday. Hey everybody, Elijah 5000 here, the Buckety and myself. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. But we wanted to make sure that you know where to go to get amazing original pop culture t-shirts. Go to our sponsors at riftapparel.com and at checkout use promo code Elijah Bailey Show to save 10% on whatever your purchase is. It could be clothing, it could be backpacks, it could be posters, it could be a figurine that they have. Whatever it is, you get the lowest price. So again, promo code Elijah Bailey Show at checkout and save 10%. That was nice. Is it Marcus Brook? Marcus Brook. Yes, yes. You can follow him. Are we live? Yeah, we're live. But you can follow him at Note. Note it soul. There we go. I see you follow the studio, so at least try figure out do something (laughs) today um Uh, but i'm elijah 5000 i am a pissed off the underscore bucket yes but he doesn't show it yeah i wear my shit i think i've had like so many like a glass this is one glass of wine so many glasses yeah so many glasses of wine but he is here in the studio hey guys today's episode (laughs) is gonna be a little bit different because we have a section i'm just now getting here (laughs) yeah that too uh, but for those that are listening on Podbeam, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you're going to hear a section where I did an interview with Marcus Brooks from Noted Soul. That's his shoe company. And the, the cool thing about that is he's Oklahoma-based, but the shoes are made in Italy. Italy. Yeah. So, Fine world of Italy. Yes. Yeah, so you can find everything in Italy. Hitman, spaghetti, meatballs, mm-hmm. women, hitman. It is, it's and people named yeah. Goalami. Go, uh, Giovanni. And Dacacoco. Okay. Daka Coco. This is what we're doing today. <laughs> I like it, though. That's how you fight the pain on the inside. Did you see, before we get started, Jerry Seinfeld and Eddie Murphy, 40-minute interview after the Comedian's Cars and Coffee? No, I yeah, did not. Yeah, Where's I'll, that at? It's on uh, YouTube. I'll oh, check that it. out. I'll it's pretty good. Cause I think that was like the best interview, honestly. Oh, out of yeah. all, I mean, he's Jerry. I mean, Jerry uh, did some, he did some great interviews. Yeah. But you could tell that the interview he had with, with Eddie was yeah. just like a... Like two old friends. Yeah, brotherhood. Yeah, right yeah, there. It, yeah. Was, it was really good. Yeah, he was talking about, uh, he's like, oh, we're going to get. Am I hot? Uh, say something. I mean, I might just be tripping. Uh, I think you're okay. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm just being a, I'm just being a little, just a little bit of a whole ass. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty good. He's talking about, yeah, you think we're going to get any flack on that? He's like, oh, yeah, the whole homeless comedy. He's like, really? You think people are going to say, like, Eddie's like, really? You think people are going to say something? He's like, yeah, now yeah, people are going to complain about everything. But, yeah. Uh, there was one deal after that. I'll send you it too. They did an interview with Seinfeld. I didn't know he was 65 years old. I thought he was in his like Who? 
Jerry, 65. 65? Well, fucking don't look 65. I know he was probably in his least 50s just because I know he's been around forever. Yeah. It's because he's Damn. Jewish. He's holding, He's retaining his youth because of his wealth. How old is Eddie? Eddie's up there, too. Though. Eddie's in his 50s. 50s? Yeah, he's okay. close to 60s, but I think he's younger than uh-huh. Jerry. But he was talking about, he's like, some guy was saying something about uh about his comedy and he's like okay do you think that you could get up there and do everything that i did tonight he's like, oh god no and he's like that's what i was thinking <laughs> like don't question how i do my comedy and jokes that you've heard before anything like that because this is why I do. yeah i you think it's I mean? a huge struggle like it's yeah. it's not a game up there i think that's probably one of the hardest things to do is be a stand-up comedian yeah dude yeah i mean because you're you're like you already have the mind for it because we already see weird shit anyway or normal shit be like me and Jessica were talking. Like she had to go to work. Uh, I think we both had to go to work. I said, "Don't you think it's weird?" And it kind of piggybacks on that homeless deal. He's like, "You see two homeless people talking. One of them's giving advice to the other, but they're both homeless." <sighs> like it's the same thing with old people. Old people you might be like, "Hey, I know a good spot to crash at, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're out here in the sun like this. You need to be but out in the sun like this. <laughs> and if you do that, the sun ain't gonna beat you up that bad." But, Where's Fred? Oh, Fred was handing out applications last week. He got a yes. job. Now he's not homeless no more. He's like, no longer homeless. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, old people are just young people that continue to grow, and they might still be dumbasses, and yet we take advice from them just because they're old. I know. I'm going to be, if I lift, if I'm you know grateful enough to live that old, if I'm 50 or 60, I'm still going to be gaming. Yeah. I'm still going to be watching anime. Exactly, yeah. I'm still going to be the same person, um, yeah. except on a different um that's why I tell you, don't take advice from me now. Don't take advice from me then. Yeah. I don't know why people take advice from me. Like, my advice is weird out anyway. Like, That's because they're tired of the normal shit. Uh, hey, if you're tired of the normal shit, come holla at me. <laughs> I got your back. Uh, but anyways, we're on the uh, Logic Bailey Show, episode yeah. 186. 186, dude. So let's start with the fitness component, because Mike Martin. Mike How Martin, was it? He put on his sports bra today and made it out. Because Emily and Talon had their own workout. He did He did the assessment. How'd he do? The official time for his assessment. <laughs> he he did stop and take breaks. Oh, you have to but the first the, time. If you're, not, if you're not prepared. I think for yeah. you, you're already fitness inclined. Yeah. And you already knew, it hey, bullshit. dude, hey, this is some bullshit. Yeah. Like, that 400 is going to suck everything you got, and then you got to just go on yeah. autopilot. Exactly. How'd he do? Uh, 1059. That's not bad. No, that's not, not bad. What was his push-ups and squats? Do you uh, the push uh, push-ups were thirty-five, mm. and the squats I think would have been better. But he did the squats, and he said, "Oh, I stopped counting." So I was like, "Wait, wait, wait, stop." We'll go ahead and do the push-ups for a minute. We'll come back to the squats. So squats, he got 25. Okay, that's probably a little bit lower than what yeah. he got previously. And he's oh. also battling, like, some meniscus stuff. So he's trying to work out to prevent having to have surgery. You know, do And it. leg strength does help the meniscus. I yeah. had, I actually went and had surgery on my meniscus a while, like 2011. Yeah, this dude pushes surgery on people. Like, it's fucking like, hey, you need to out to it. What's so crazy? They wasn't even trying to push surgery on me. But you. But I wanted it because, you know, it gave me, no, like, like, a life term. I told you my knees, like, man, you probably just need to go ahead and just get like ah, I don't want to be underneath that because like yeah, I ain't gonna have him cut that shit open, dog. I just have like a weird deal. Like I have to use more anesthesia and more numbing application than the average person. I don't want to be sitting there like in my head like oh my god damn knee because when I wake up, I remember who was in there, and then I'm just gonna fuck up everybody on my fucked up knee, and then I'm gonna have to have a real surgery. I, I just can't do it, but yeah. but good job, well. Mike. Yeah, good job, Mike. Good job, Mike. Bring Mark. your ass back up to the studio, man. Uh, and and. Like, I think we should, like, 
what has been going on in your camp before we move on to the next deal? Like as far as fitness, because um, I know I think today you're have this, a good workout tomorrow because the rage factor from the day. Yeah, well, I'm actually going to probably hit the hit it hit it again tonight. <laughs> actually, uh, well, no, I'm, I, I've got studio stuff I got to work on tonight. Um, but no, this morning it was me and Coven. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a. Uh, so Saray, his girl, mm-hmm. got into a motorcycle accident. Or Damn. let me chill. No shade being thrown. She got into a moped accident, and as you can tell, that that changes yeah. the, that changes a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was she didn't hit anybody. She was just ah. yeah, pretty much. And she the bike landed on her leg and it fractured her tibula, whatever. Ah. Um. So she's immobilized right now mm-hmm. while it tries to heal. And uh, so Josh, yeah. So Josh was unable to come out. Um, I mean, he's able to come out, but yeah, he didn't. Because yeah. honestly, last week I did our whole workout with Caius. Because Caius, the, you don't I was know trying, Caius. Caius is, a, a Caius is the demon boy. He got yeah. he got two braids that symbolize horns, mm-hmm. and uh, he is my one year old. But he is a demon child. Yeah. Um, but I was trying to give DeAndre some sleep, so it yeah. could be done. Because he has a you know he has yeah. a like a I mean because you're dealing with an adult now. Yeah, so, yeah. So, but anyways, uh, so it was just uh, me and Decoven. Uh, uh, Brandon overslept. Uh, which he's he's acting flaky. His last night we was all jump on Borderlands. Only Mandy Coven jumped on Borderlands, and then uh, we get a call from Brandon like about midnight saying, "Hey guys, let's just go home." Oh, uh, blah blah blah. Oh, that's right. He's like, "Man, my controllers are dead." I was like, "Okay, well, you can just plug them up." Yeah, yeah you plug you know, them in. Yeah. Right. So then this morning he calls us around like, and we this morning we started at seven because we kind of okay. stayed up late playing video games last night, so we wanted to push it back a little bit. So we started at seven. Anyway, we did a a four hundred meter run. Uh, came back and today was leg day, so we did 120 lunges up and down the street. Which I have to say, so I normally do my lunges on a treadmill. Yeah. D think DeAndre thinks it's easier or harder to do on a treadmill. Mm. It's not. I don't know if it only works a certain part, but whenever you're doing lunges out in the in the real world, yeah, it's a, it was a lot. It was a lot harder. Like uh-huh. my legs were, mm, they were screaming at me. Oh yeah. Uh, after that, we did. Um, Weighted squats. Mm-hmm. Took it easy because it was my first time doing weighted squats in a minute. So it was just about yeah. 100 pounds. And including, okay. That's not including the bars. I think bars like maybe 15 pounds. Um, then we did some leg extensions. Okay. Uh, about three sets of 10 on everything, just FYI. Okay. Leg extensions was about you like. You let me know that the count was was above five. Yes, yes. But I below did. 15. It was okay. below 15. Except the end. So I'll okay. get to LA. Uh, we did leg extension, leg curls, uh, some deadlifts. And then. I want to say we ended it on that. The deadlifts we did about a hundred pounds. Yeah. Um, the leg extension was about seventy-five. Okay. Leg curls about fifty. Okay. Um, and then we, I was ready to go, and you know, Decon was. I guess he's really wanted to hit his pectoral yeah. muscle, so he wanted to do some bench pressing. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So that was cool. So, so that's 100. where we did. I, I that's what I said initially. I said you want to do the, the hundred club. He's like, well, I was thinking we do the fifteen, twelve, ten, eight, four thing. Okay, okay. On the decline. Yeah, okay. decline. Now we, 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 as you know, we didn't do the thirty. Yeah, the thirty sets okay. is how much you're supposed to do. Thirty reps is how much you're supposed yeah. to do at first. Then you do fifteen. Yeah, because that's the warm up. The thirty is the warm up. Exactly. Yeah. So we kind of jumped in. We started light at like think there was maybe like sixty five pounds, mm. and then. Yeah. I think he stayed at about 135. Okay. Um, and then on the last four, I think I went up to, I think eight, I did 200. 
And then the four, I did about two twenty, two twenty five ish. Okay, which which I felt good on that. I yeah. felt good. I've never been a huge bench presser. Yeah, but it's um, a solid four reps at two twenty five. Yeah, and it was solid. I think really after everything, everything else, I really think my max could easily sit around like I'd after doing a warm up. No, I say I like say, I two, think you could hit two eighty five then. <laughs> two eighty five. Don't you just gotta believe. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, we did that, and then we ran another four hundred. Nice, that was about it. nice. We uh, it's all boxing stuff today. Mm, I ain't gonna lie, dude. I was on the way here, and because of the shit I was going through earlier, maybe that's what it was. But I was just like, man, like I yeah, like I need to, I need to box. I need, I real, real talk, I need to fight, but I need to box to feel good. Dude, just like we went just from across the street and back, like step jab, step back jab, step back turn. Uh, ten jabs on both sides, ten uppercuts, ten hooks, mm. and then step crosses. Uh, I watched them because I was monitoring Mike. I oh, that's right. Him through the yeah, deal, the, the, but uh, I, I've been doing the some boxing. One, right? Yeah, I've been doing some boxing, some kicking stuff, like moving around anyway. Because like the days I'm feeling good at work, I move around. I I bounce, get the mm, bounce, get the bounce like, going. Ah, I gotta. Yeah, uh, pop the neck and got to get ready. So, uh, but I might my, do that. That's going to be my stuff tonight. I want to yeah, do some jump say, rope just, yeah. and then I'll jump on the I'll jump on the back. Give me a workout to deal on the back. Okay, I'll text you some. Yeah. And uh, Adam from AR uh, fifteen and the four five. No, 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 no. He wants oh. to do the assessment. He wants to do the four hundred. No, like, that's, that's what he said anyway. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna send it to him. We no nothing against Adam. Adam, much love to you. Check it out, AR fifteen <laughs> podcast or uh, was it uh, AR fifteen four hundred five. Check them out. Cool dudes interviewing some great people here in Oklahoma. He's a personal, but he trainer, needs though. to be. He needs to be monitored. He can at work. He's uh, at that goes gym. Nah, they got somebody you, like you need to be there. Like, uh, like, that's a little bit more effort than I'm trying to put in. You have the top clock on him. Speaking of watches. We're thinking about getting either the Versa, the Fitbit Versa, or Versa Special Edition. Because hmm. uh, I can program 13 workouts in there. I can have my Spotify and stuff on there. Nice. And just go from there. And I got my Bluetooth headsets. So, like, with my stuff, I've been getting back to my Nike trainer. Because me and DB was doing, like, four or five Nike trainer workouts throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So, letting my leg rest up. A lot of upper body. Like, yesterday was just, like, 10 minutes worth of core was to start out. And I was like. I Let me ask you this. Yeah. When it comes to upper body and lower body, yeah. I know upper body, there's so many different avenues you can go to. You can just work out your arms or your back or your chest, whatnot, yeah. with your legs. You know, you got your big thighs and your quads, yeah. or your hamstrings and your th- quads. And then you got your, your calves, calves, of course. How many times would you recommend working out your legs in a week? Like, I was going to mention that because you said leg day. Like, how many times a week do you walk? Every day, okay. Yeah. Like days every day, like it, and you can do it at lesser extents. Like if you're working it out every day, like I'm crazy. I will do heavy squats seven days a week. As like Cody. I remember you was on that shit. You yeah, were, like you were on every, that, that heavy that squat. And every I was day. like doubling. With Cody, I, yeah, yeah. I did it. I doubled it up, like doubling up the workout. And they were like, no, no, no. Cody's like, no, you're supposed to do this, this, this. I was like, oh, I thought what Gregory was saying was to do this. So I was always doubling up for like at least a month. But you can do lesser stuff. You can do uh, like the lunges. Instead of doing a distance, do like 10 minutes straight. Mm-hmm. And then move that to 20 minutes and 30 minutes. And then after you do that, like, well, maybe I'll do it. I'll have a plate strapped to my back or I'll hold a dumbbell or I do a twist. So there's other variations where the component that you change and the modality is really uh, balance, mm. balance, and then twist or rotation. And just for our listeners out there, what is the perks of working out your legs? 
Not yeah. over your upper your upper body because yeah, of course you want general, to work out your upper body it, too. It's, but it's uh, I call it totality. It's just like holistic. Like everything in your body gets work. Now, for men, as you get older, you start losing testosterone. That's because you start working out your lower body, your legs, uh, and then you're not playing sports anymore. So you need to do leg workouts to boost your testosterone, so you don't fall prey to other things Erectile that are testosterone. Now that's the, that's the main one everybody worries about because <laughs> that's blood the flow, only one that matters. That's the only fuck, one that matters. Fuck high blood pressure. Fuck a stroke, <laughs> fuck a heart attack. Because the people you that get that ED, that erectile dysfunction. The people that die of that shit, their dick still works. So I'm just saying, they are doing legwork. Uh, but for for women. Uh, if you haven't had kids, or even if you had, it helps tighten everything back up. Because, again, after you give childbirth, it's like, oh, I, I can't laugh till I got to pee on myself. You don't just have to do kegels for that. Everything, tight, like your lower abdominal region, uh, your hip flexors, all that stuff becomes looser, more flexible, and it gets toned. So, really, it's just economy. You don't want to get to 45 and be like, Ooh! and you got to sit there for a minute like, elevator's going back up. Ooh! back up yeah. and that's what it is because most elderly people die of having hip surgery and stuff because they're immobile they don't really use their lower body they're not out walking being healthy or, or living a well life and so they sit in the bed the next couple months and that becomes like just a year like within five years they die of that hip surgery yeah so it, it, motion is a lotion if you don't use it motion if you don't move it, you don't move it yeah yeah so, but um yeah, yeah so uh yeah shoot me a workout for the for the punching bag tonight <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, that's gonna feel real good. Yeah. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. And, oh, and then I, I, well, the the part that I actually participated in is you know just hold the hands. Go ahead and hit me. With, go ahead, get some hooks. Yeah, Mike. So go ahead and get the hooks on the other side. Okay, Talon, your turn. Then How Mike, Mike's hooks feel? They they're still pretty decent. They're pretty solid. Yeah, I just got to focus on it. Like, do they travel? Through your body? Uh, nobody's traveled through my body. They're just uh, on that side. They just do. But yeah, but I'm used to taking punches anyway. And I, yeah, I never felt that before. I felt that when I was younger, and then I just live vicariously through everybody. Like, oh, he hit me on this side, and then my son fell over on this side. Be like, I, I think I know what that yeah. feels like. John Q was in the house. Yeah, yes. but uh, how talent feel? How was talent? He, he, he still got. Do they still got it? Mike, I, I, I never fought Mike, so I, I don't know what he. I feel, I feel like Mike will be... Uh, Mike is a surprise because people be like, Is he quicker Man. than he, he looks? Yeah, because he's short. So he was on that real Epo shit. Like, uh, that step. Him and Emily were in the step-in and the the weave-in. And yeah. we, did, we, did, we did the sways and everything today. And, but Talon, he, his was probably the hardest on the left side when he got... Or on my left side, so it was his right arm. Mm-hmm. When he got to his left arm, he's, he's gassing out. That's what it was because everybody's just hitting until I was like... <sighs> Like like tired and dying, so mm. it was good. Um, but let's move into some some other news because uh, yes, we're already sixteen minutes. That's in. not bad because we're only no. gonna be thirty. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> yes. what it is. Well, even shorter because we already got twenty minutes from Marcus. That's just true. So, so we're like about forty. 35 minutes yeah, in? Yeah. yeah. So let's go ahead and do this right now. Let's take a pause for the cause after we finished up our fitness segment. And then uh, when we come back, you will it will go right into the interview of me and Mr. Marcus Brooks as he talks about his business, Noted Soul, and where you can find his shoes. And remember, always check in the description of the show where you can click those hyperlinks and it will take you directly to Anime and Manga of the Month as well as our guest uh, business or their podcast or their book or whatever it is they're on the show for Take you right there. And this is our last month for the current anime and manga. manga month. We'll yeah. hit on the end of the show. So we, had, so just, when uh, we were talking about that. I was like, I had to look back and say, I was like, oh, we got five.
five. Yeah, I was tripping, dude. And I, I did was like Butler first before, or I, I did uh, Black something before. Yeah, I think that's how it threw me. You're like, why are we doing this again? So, yeah. so we'll be right back. Hello and welcome. I'm Adam. And I'm Richard. Ever wish you could make an impact in your community, become a better leader, influence positive change? Then check us out every Tuesday for in-depth interviews into the lives of the leaders and influencers in the great state of Oklahoma, those that are bringing the change and making the impact. We will shine the spotlight on the things that they and their organizations are doing to make the lives of fellow Oklahomans better. Check us out on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes every Tuesday and subscribe, listen, rate, and share. Also follow us on Facebook at Adam and Rich in the Four and Instagram and Twitter on AR15 in the 405. Take a shot with AR15 in the 405. I'm sitting here with Marcus Brooks, who we work together yes, at Walmart. Is. Yes, we do. And we were talking. You came up and asked me like how I felt about my shoes, <laughs> which at the time, like in that day, I was I had just or maybe it was the day before I talked to my wife and I was like. I need to get some shoes. I need to finally, I've been like my other pair this morning, my workout shoes, the front and stuff is flipped off and I usually try to wear them until they're worn down okay. and then throw them away. And I was like, yeah, I guess I'll go ahead and get some shoes. Cause I wear like 16s and so they're typically expensive. So I was like, oh, I don't really care about my shoes. I just, <laughs> and especially I was looking at those. I was like, I just, and those that I had that day, I think I already threw away. So I'm on another pair that I'm getting ready to throw away now. Cause oh, they just been man. sitting in my closet. Because I, I usually don't change shoes too often. That's got to be killing your feet. Uh, I I got dealt the the like minimal arch hand, and so doing martial arts and sports and stuff, I just deal with it. So I don't really even like if if my shoe has a good arch. Like when I got these, I was like, oh man, I'm about to get used to it because it's kind of pushing on my foot, kind of uncomfortable. So I've it, it's not the best for my feet, but I kind of <laughs> just like negate it. Um, but your brand is. Uh, primary soul? The brand is actually... Or note soul? Noted soul, yeah. Noted soul. So how'd you come up with that name? So I have a pretty decent history in jazz. Okay. And um, noted soul is noted, of course, for jazz music. And then soul is bringing the combination of soul music and the soul of your shoe mm-hmm. together. So it's all about bringing the sneaker community and the jazz community together. Okay. Yeah, and then that's one thing that you don't see... Too often, especially, I mean, they're made by major corporations to, oh, this will look cool, and then we'll get a profit. And then you have certain outliers in that community, people, I want a shoe for this kind of functionality. I want Mm -hmm. a shoe that does this. But you never really think of, like, music and fashion, even though it's a huge part of music. Like, some of the greatest musicians have the most, not extreme, but eclectic fashion that matches and just shows their soul through not just their music but what they wear mm-hmm. and some of your actually your first really influential um ambassadors for any sneaker company run dmc mm-hmm. with their yep. adidas yeah so um yeah music and shoes have always been tied together but nobody's really pushed for the awareness and really pushed to just kind of merge the two and especially with jazz it's not really it's not really a thing that has always been push to the forefront and i just want to bring that out and say hey look nah um your shoes speak they, they speak your language they're about you they they're an expression of you and your creativity so hey yeah if you um if you're a jazz musician and you've got some really vibrant ideas coming out of that horn 
or mm-hmm. um, whatever you're playing, hey, they need to come out of your shoes too. People yeah. need to see it. They need to feel it in every step you take. See, now that's that's I was starting to think about like like these. When I got these, I went ahead and I was like, man, let's go ahead and get them custom made. So I put my name across uh-huh. the strip. So I was like, when I'm watching, like I don't really go out and push my name too much, but these shoes will speak something. I mean, I'll try to keep them clean and nice, and they go back in their spot. Same thing with my chucks, but for the most part, I've done martial arts, so we don't wear shoes t- right. too often. So, so. Your, your statement is made with your bare feet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but this is so crazy and that, one, you had started this company, and then, two, that it's based out of uh, Italy. Like, the shoes come from Italy, mm-hmm. so it gives us a higher quality, higher brand of shoes. So what were the things that you were thinking about when you composed these shoes? Like, what material what quality do i want to put out there so that way people can express themselves and speak through their 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 shoe game so it's definitely a very um different tier of leather i mean your italian leather is going to be much softer um than most of your just typical caskin leathers so you've got a an extremely durable product very high quality it's going Mm -hmm. to last matter of fact you want to just feel that real quick and just feel how soft that leather is um and so that's the thing about it is the shoes are at a higher price point because Mm -hmm. they're definitely meant for a different type of expression Mm -hmm. um this isn't something that you're going to wear every single day um Mm -hmm. this isn't something that you're just going to wear to work um Mm -hmm. i've done it it's not a good idea Mm -hmm. i was i was on edge the entire night yeah but um they're to definitely out, like please don't mess with these <laughs> shoes, please. I mean, they're definitely durable enough. I mean, the craftsmanship yeah. will definitely stand mm-hmm. to you doing uh, Anything, twelve, thirteen know, hours yeah. in them. But the leather is so soft. I mean, you it's run like, a pallet jack or a pallet across those shoes, and it's it's, it's a wrap. Too, yeah, it's like I have a Rolex, but I don't wear it every day. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you don't you don't want your your Rolex or your um, AP to be your everyday watch unless you just you know Jay Z, then you yeah. can do that. Then you just have you got <laughs> ten of them on standby, but, right. it, it but feels you're also so, not working at Walmart. So. so smooth and nice, like it just feels like my foot's always going to be cool and comfy on mm-hmm. the inside. And then just the look, because when you told me about these, I was like, oh, that's like right after Spider Man Far Far Away from Home came out. I was like, this is Spider Man <laughs> shoes right here. Cause and I'm a huge Spider-Man fan because he is different than other characters in the fact that he he has a struggle that he's always consistently going through, and yet he is the like almost the most human out of of any of the superheroes. Because and it led me to actually write on a project like now I'm writing a Spider-Man story uh, called Spider-Man Restraint. and it's about how much restraint he has to use in everyday life with villains and just what he does like nobody understands the strength of spider-man and yet his compassion right uh for life and the the responsibility so it's really funny um i really did not create these shoes with mm-hmm. the intentions of them being linked to spider-man mm-hmm. um i definitely didn't drop them with the intentions of hey i gotta hit this just before the spider-man release but i did it it happened and coincidentally i've got a friend of mine who has a youtube channel and if you check that chain that he had custom made mm-hmm. It's a Spider-Man the chain, chain yeah. and he's already put out a YouTube video, and he says we affectionately call these the Spider-Mans. Yeah, because I watched it like uh, yesterday. <laughs> went to your page and saw. I was like, okay, so maybe I was right. Maybe these are the Spider-Man yeah, shoes. I mean, but- you, you definitely nailed it, and that's just um, it's a big coincidence, but it's quite fortunate. Yeah, oh um, yeah, because I, I mean, you got a lot of Spider-Man fans, and I'm. I'm a Black Panther fan, but uh, I would definitely tip my hat and nod to uh, <laughs> another decent. I'll yeah, say he's decent. Decent, decent superhero, yeah. 
And it's crazy because will there be some uh, Black Panther inspired? Definitely. Um, so I actually have, I've got over 60 pairs of shoes that I've designed, but I can't release them all at the same time. So um, I've actually got a pair of, um, I know this is an anime channel, I actually have a pair of design. They're called the Firebenders. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm also big in anime. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also big in anime. I've got um, some Naruto's that I've designed. Um, matter of fact, my buddy is a huge Naruto fan, and he calls me Sasuke. Okay, yeah. So I will have a <laughs> pair of Sasuke's dropping. <laughs> but is it young Sasuke or, or daddy Sasuke that ain't checking in on the family? Which one? Oh, no, this is young Sasuke. Okay, okay. Okay, we got the young Sasuke yes. coming in. Yes. He's, he had the Sharingan and the Rinnegan on one side, and okay. Yeah. So, um, yes, and um, I've got quite a few different, I've got, I mean, I've got shoes upon shoes, and I've also got a pair of, uh, well, a line of uh, dress shoes that I'll be launching in, as well as a, a line of women's shoes. So there's there's a lot coming. There's a lot coming. Um, it's just a matter of timing and making sure that each shoe gets its time for the proper branding. Yeah. So How uh, long does it take to, like, for production, for, like, one pair of shoes to be made? So the actual production time is 6 to 12 days. Okay. But um, there's a pre-order phase mm-hmm. where each shoe that I launch gets its own set of, gets its own 30-day countdown. Okay. And as long as I sell seven shoes within 30 mm-hmm. days, then they put the shoe into production. Okay. And yeah. so it's uh, it's now a question of do you just flood the market mm-hmm. and buy those seven pairs to get them to get them put out there because it's really one of the challenges is how reluctant are you to buy a pair of shoes that you don't get to see that you don't get to hold that you Mm -hmm. don't get to touch and feel because now that you've seen them Mm -hmm. i mean are you definitely going to buy the shoes i don't know that's for you to decide but i'm sure that you're a little closer to buying them now than you were just when you saw a picture Mm -hmm. and so that's one of the things that i'm trying to figure out now my business model is do I put? Do I drop the money as my initial investment to just put these shoes out there and yeah. get a storefront where I can have them on display so people can try them on yeah. and just see, like you said, see the difference in the, the quality. The quality, yeah, and that's smart because I know that uh, there's there's several structures like like Teespring does as well. Because when I was doing my boot camp a couple years ago. This boot camp, I haven't made any shirts for, but it's the same process. You get to determine what your price point is, and then you have to meet X amount before they actually go into production for the shirts. Mm-hmm. And it helps with costs, but then also, do I need to get this merch? Because we don't have a merch page on our Streamlabs or our Twitch or anything, cause, or Patreon. It's like, no, we're not pushing merch just yet, because we want to do that after we open up the other half of the studio, after we do a couple of things and so that's always hard to navigate to to know where you're going to go with your product and what the best way is to get out there on the market so So yeah it's definitely a challenge and this being my third month in existence i'm still feeling my way around Mm -hmm. and trying to figure out how i'm going to navigate and it it, it's trial and error um these shoes took off uh they did a lot better than i expected i didn't expect to get many sales at all Mm -hmm. um i got you're supposed to get seven pairs sold within 30 days and I actually sold 10. Nice. So that actually got me um, qualified for what's called a PR boost mm-hmm. to where I now just send in my uh, some professional pictures of them, send in a uh, bio and everything and my brand story and they'll shop that around to yeah. all kinds of fashion magazines and influencers and it, it just gives you worldwide exposure. Because now I'm looking, I see the 
Like, these were the only high tops uh, that it shows right now. The rest of them are, like, you have the Blue Soul, the Kind of Soul, Ruby, LRSs, uh, the American All Low Tops. And uh-huh. and I, I was a huge, I have one pair of low tops I wear just because I, my ankles, I didn't tore them up over the years. But I do like low tops a lot. And I like, like, short low socks, too. Everything mm-hmm. is, like, as low as possible. So these all look really nice, though. Well, and that's one thing that if you notice, each one of those uh, names is tied to something in music, mm-hmm. like the uh, the Ruby Soul. That's mm-hmm. after John Coltrane's Ruby, My Dear. The LRS is from Prince's Little Red Corvette. Uh, kind of Soul, of course, Kind of Kind of Blue by Miles mm-hmm. Davis, mm-hmm. and then uh, Blue Soul is Blue Suede Shoes because each one of those is actually suede. Yeah. And so everything you see in there is tied to either jazz or some type of popular music. I'm just looking through. I had to check out the Blue Souls. Uh, I mean, what was the what was the initial push that led you to go ahead and be like, you know what, I want to own my own company, I want to do this, and especially like a, a shoe company and a black-owned company here in mm-hmm. Oklahoma, those don't thrive as, as well. So what led to that? Well, the funny thing, um, I saw an advertisement by Alive Shoes, which is the parent company, and um, I've always been interested in fashion and interested in design um i actually did some uh, graphic graphic arts back in high school and i've always wanted just like man i'd be cool to design my own shoe and when i saw the advertisement i said uh yeah they're probably not gonna go for me but why not let's give it a shot mm-hmm. and funny thing um everything that i thought was a negative like man i'm a musician i don't have a background in fashion and i'm in oklahoma yeah. they don't really care about oklahoma yeah the owner of the company actually emailed me back the next day and said, hey, we love the fact that you're in Oklahoma and we love the fact that you're a musician. We're curious to see what kind of um, new twist you can bring to our design, to our company. So um, I'll submit you to the board and we'll see what they say. And two days after that, I was getting a, uh, an email saying, hey, you're in. So uh, it's funny because um, Oklahoma is an untapped market and it's not what you think about. But um, if you go down... If you go downtown, I mean, you've got a lot of trendy jazz spots down mm-hmm. there. And um, that's one thing I'm looking at. If I do decide to go brick and mortar, then I'm probably going to try to get a spot down there um, and really just push that jazz, that jazz, that mm-hmm. jazz. Because that's, I mean, th- jazz is what got me through school, got me through yeah. high school, got me through my undergrad and my master's degree. So, uh, matter of fact, I got my master's degree in jazz studies. Mm-hmm. So, if it wasn't for jazz, I wouldn't be where i'm at now so i definitely have to have my nod in jazz and everything i do yeah see that's i mean music plays a very distinctive part in everybody's life anyway mm-hmm. like especially now with all the cases of anxiety and depression that are actually people are feeling comfortable talking about like music is one of those escapes where you can relate on a a, a wavelength with what's being said or what you're hearing and to have shoes that tie into that as well would be comforting for somebody that loves music, somebody that uses music as that tool to navigate through whatever emotional ups and downs they have because it's like, hey, I'm, you know, these shoes remind me of this, everything's going to be all right because that's where mm-hmm. I am with that song and that's where I am in my life whenever I'm going through this stuff. Absolutely. So very, very, very impressive. These shoes are so, dude, like, yeah, I, <laughs> I yeah, I, if, if we didn't have all the stuff falling apart at the house like our house is old so it's like yeah we're gonna have to replace stuff soon well then it was the air in the furnace we had to get a whole new deal now it's the the hot water heater and i'm like dude what else is like this is the last thing (laughs) 
because I want to be able to put money into other things because mm-hmm. I have been like moving around as people have watched here on Twitch. I've been changing fashion up and, and just the stuff that works at first is a lot of graphic tees. I was like, well, graphic tees are nice, but I like solid colors anyway. Mm-hmm. And like just on a, a technical standpoint, that looks better for our upcoming broadcast room. That looks better because uh, it draws focus to us versus what we're saying or we can move focus so a lot of camera broadcasting things have kind of played in that but then outside i also have my other fashion like yeah i get a couple more skull rings and get uh some of these woven uh necklaces to, to put on or bracelets or beads and it all it, it all starts the feet because you you put your pants on like what am i going to wear out today what shoes am i going to wear well and that's one stuff? thing i mean you can wear with because uh, a lot of my shoes um they, they they pop, they're vivid. Mm-hmm. And so you can still wear, like, solid colors with it because anymore, I mean, your, your colors don't necessarily have to match anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> hey, if you want to wear um, a white shirt and some red shoes, cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool, and it's how you accessorize them. I mean, if you put on, you know, with these shoes being red and blue, hey, you can throw on that necklace that my boy had, and it it, it works. Yeah. You got your red and blue ice yeah. on your pendant, and it, it ties your shoes right into it. Yeah. Or you could wear a blue watch or a red watch. or, I mean, it's that's the beautiful thing about fashion nowadays. It's sky's the limit, and it really is an expression of your individuality. Mm-hmm. And wear whatever you want. As long as you can tie it together and you feel comfortable in it, go for it. Yeah. So how many shoes have you uh, created so far? So far, like what's I, the total catalog that's not put out yet? But what have you done total? I have sixty-seven shoes total. Sixty-seven shoes. You guys hear sixty-seven <laughs> shoes, and I'm looking at two, four, six right now. And I guess two of these are sold out already. Well, no, they actually they didn't do the sales that I needed in the thirty days, so gotcha. they're there. So, um, like if people are interested in it, you can just hit me up yeah. on uh Instagram or Facebook at Noted Soul and just let me know. Hey, I really like those uh. The LRSs, or mm-hmm. I really like the uh, Ruby Souls, yeah. and I'll relaunch them. Um, okay. It's just there was there wasn't enough interest mm-hmm. to actually put them in production, but yeah, they're forever there to relaunch if the uh, interest if the interest oh, pops yeah. up. And then we'll have links for everything because it's it's a uh, aliveshoes dot com, and then it'll be forward slash noted soul forward slash brand brand forward slash uh noted that uh dot soul okay so it's 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 a long complicated website and i'm working on getting that yeah. changed <laughs> i don't like it yeah uh, but they'll it'll be in the description so all you have to do when you're looking at the show notes today the show description just click that link and it'll take you right there where you can go ahead and look at these shoes and go ahead and put your pre-order in for what is what is uh your soul craving that's what it is what's your soul I like craving that. there you go i like and that yeah these these because I'm, I'm after this. I'm going to call tomorrow on Monday, get somebody to come out, finish that up, and then that's when all my stuff. I've been waiting on so much stuff right now. But these, like the Spider Mans, were were the first one. But even the LRSs and um, the Kind of Soul, because I have a a watch that is the same blue as that, and it's the rubber, like kind of like a little rubber watch that I want to tie in. Usually mm-hmm. I wear it with this shirt. I have a couple other shirts I wear it with, some white shirts, but just to match it and pair it with my shoes because most of my stuff is black anyway. Cause I'm like, white, I'm going to get dirty. Uh, and, and then I had some red ones, but they look like boats because my, my feet <laughs> are too big, and I was like, well, let me change up how I do the red. But, yeah, everything's in the show notes 
for you guys and then they can visit you like what social media uh where do you want them to find you on social media facebook or just like instagram and i do most of my uh updates on instagram so noted soul on instagram um i have a noted soul facebook page but it's not very active right now um okay. i'll probably get to that here later but right now my most most activity and most of my postings are on ig Okay. Yeah, so look in the show notes, guys, and then thank you for coming on the show today. Oh, man, I appreciate it. We're going to have you back when uh, Richard's here because he had some car car trouble. So he's getting that straightened out, and I think we're actually going to end up doing uh, that stuff later. There's been so much stuff. We had a funeral last weekend. I had a funeral the weekend before that and found out somebody else passed away, and that's another deal in North Carolina. So there's a lot of stuff. I know, it's crazy. And some of these, like – uh, my cousin that passed away in North Carolina, he was into shoes. He's a, a truck driver, but he always had to wear. He had gaiters that he wore as he was riding. He's like any anything he loves. So, oh man! Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Richard will have to be here next time because I know he's gonna have some questions for you. And he was he's looking at these bad boys real hard because he's been the uh, everything that's been coming out, especially video game related shoes. Mm-hmm. He's had his eye on. Um, what was I going? Oh, the Black Panther one. I'm actually riding a Dora Milaje comment called Malaja United where it goes back to the very first um, leader of the Dora Malaje and you're going to have just the heads of it or the most outstanding to come together for this event fighting through some of Black Panther's lesser known Mm -hmm. villains and then some of his his most known villains so and you let me know when when you want to do that and I can design like you want me to do a, a shoe for each villain plus Black Panther you let me know okay. and we, we will definitely collaborate we'll, on that we will go we will go <laughs> definitely through it but noted soul again the links because there is a long <laughs> link that you have to follow are in the description of the show thank you Marcus for coming on oh man it is my pleasure anytime and we're going right back over to Buck and myself as we finish up today's show, uh, covering a little bit of everything from Sony and Marvel's controversy to uh, GamesCon, which is over in Germany. But thank you guys for tuning in, and I'll turn it back over to you. Hello and welcome. I'm Adam. And I'm Richard. Welcome to the adventures of Splacketel, or the AOS Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Buck. And this is Tony. And we are a video game podcast, giving you all the update video game releases that are coming out that you need to know, and the video game news that we want you to know. Follow us on Facebook, Black and Gaming Network, and Twitter and Instagram at Black and Gaming. And you can also find this podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, by searching the AOS Podcast. Ooh! We're going to let the sounds play, folks. Yeah, it was. That's a real professional. We're back. (laughs) All right, so uh, let's see what's in the first bit of news here. Yeah, because GameCon happened and uh, D23 happened as well. And then, of course, we got the BS with Sony and, you know. Yeah, so let's go ahead and start with the Mandalorian trailer that's playing right up here. Yes, yes. So let us know what's what's going on here. What is Star Wars doing? So I'll be honest with you. This was not what I was thinking the route Mm -hmm. they were going to go. It looks like this might be Boba Fett. Mm. Is it supposed to be him? I don't know. So I was was low-key hoping 
that uh, and this still may give us uh, uh, insight on the Some Mandalorians. Hope. But the Mandalorians was a race in the Star Wars that were just like the OGs. Uh, they're the ones with the with the uh, the helmets that have just a, the Boba Fett's pretty much helmet, but they used to have like a cleaner outfit as well. Yeah, it should be just solid colors, no extra cloth or anything like that. And they were one of the most powerful races around at one point during the uh, uh, the Republic, uh, the the Knights of the Republic area yeah. or era, and the Siths kind of wiped them out and the remaining of them became mercenaries. So I thought this was going to give us a little bit more of the history, which it very well might. Um, but you could tell, I mean, this yeah, looks like a Star Wars type movie. Oh, yeah. And so, it's by um, Happy and Spider-Man, John Favreau. Mm, He's the one. Okay. okay. Leading this on PlayStation Plus or Disney Plus. Nice. Might as well be PlayStation Plus. Yeah, so that Disney, that Disney is going to be, yeah. that streaming Dang. service? Everything because not only do they have this, yeah, um, Fox, yeah, but they have all uh, Natural Geographic. Hang on, let me go here. We have a She Hulk coming out. Yes, we saw uh, some stuff of that. Moon Knight, mm-hmm. uh, Mrs. Marvel, which is Kamala Khan, so she's a Middle Eastern version that has the ability um, of kind of shape shifting and morphing, and and she brings together the universe. She's been uh, in a lot of team up comics that we've talked about on our comics episode. We might actually hit comic specific to what Marvel has coming out on next week's show. Mm-hmm. Um, but what else? I had like a whole list of things that was coming out. They had out. a new... Oh, Kit Harrington is going to be Black Knight in um, The Eternals. Mm. So we actually got this piece of news. I'll read you this article. It says, Kit Harrington's Eternals role has been confirmed as Dan Whitman, better known as Marvel Comic, uh, in Marvel Comics as Black Knight. Uh, the announcement was made during Marvel Studios' Saturday presentation at Disney's D23 Expo. In the comic book, Black Knight is a longtime Avenger who wields a cursed sword and who is one of, uh, who is also on, uh, on again, off again, uh, paramour of Ginma Chan's, uh, group and then he inherits his sword and title from his uncle a former avengers villain and it goes in that so they're putting together the eternals film with kid harrington actually playing a part in it uh but we also do get to see peggy carter as captain britain in the what if series what if peggy carter got picked to be um captain america what if i think i saw the picture of that yeah 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 so these what if titles it's not it's going to be different series of all the what ifs what if thanos got everything in the Avengers die. What if, you know, this, like Peggy Carter's Captain America. What if Hawkeye was, I don't know, he had Second a family day. with, yeah. Um, there's, there's a whole bunch of different shit that they're going to go into in these stories. So I think Marvel and Disney is just, like you said, capitalizing on every fucking thing that they can. Disney is doing like... Hardcore business. <laughs> like if, if you're I saw not with Disney... I've been seeing the memes pop up just saying that Disney's, uh, with the whole Sony issue... Uh, they're they're hitting it with the question. Well, well, how much do you cost? Yeah, wouldn't that be crazy if Disney purchased Sony? No, yeah. that'll be scary at that point. Because, okay, <laughs> let's let's go ahead. It would be Cause scary. Because Sony, Sony, I mean, it's evident. I mean, Fox is big, but Sony is so much more bigger. Because Sony yeah. got so much other elements. Fox don't have a TV, and that's Fox why Sony don't have is, you know a lot of stuff. Sony thought that they could play the game though, and but they you can't a, blame them because no, Sony, Sony, Sony's on a high horse. That's just what it is. They, they are. They're, they're in the high horse with their consoles. They're in a high horse with everything that Sony does. They always mm-hmm. on a high horse with that. So I really think that but they're just on their high would horse. You, would you look at Marvel and be like, God damn, they've beat DC and Warner Brothers down into like Time Warner. They beat them into the ground and they acquired Fox and they have the shit with Disney. 
do I really need to if Juggernaut is standing in front of you and he says move little man and you say today is the day like <laughs> are you really going to sit there but Sony like I said Sony is <laughs> and granted I'm not I can't I, I'm sad because I hope this gets worked out eventually oh it did you didn't hear uh-uh okay so oh, educate us okay so the initial deal I saw you and Stone talk about it but I couldn't find anything on it yeah I saw the little thing of, of, of Tom Holland and, and Tony and to- yeah they smiling with each other but because they figure some shit out because Mar- Disney hit them with another counter like you know what we were gracious the first we were we were coming out of church with birds behind us with Jesus's light and now you may just go to Satan and this is the deal that you have so you can take it or you can fucking leave it but Marvel and Disney are still gonna make money without you so which is facts yeah but it's gonna suck because you saw the end of what's the yeah, name yeah and it, it they don't they I can't say I ain't gonna say they can't afford because they can afford it just fine but I think it would be a lot easier for them Mm -hmm. if they still have Spider-Man yeah yeah well John Favreau told me it's like if you want to keep Spider-Man we don't need Spider-Man in the MCU he's done enough movies to where we can move on and we can have Miles Morales we could have an alternate version of Peter Parker we could we could do all this shit Without really having to step on Tony's toes, just by mentioning and hitting you, if we hint some shit, yeah, I mean, they, 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 if they people clearly know what they're doing, a so. whiff. So, the first deal was five percent, like for the film. Sony fully funded the films, and Disney, so they did. So Sony was the funder of a just lot of for the Spider-Man films, like the Marvel shit. Marvel took they they asked so for like the like the Homecoming so, and then Far From Home was so far Sony. From, so both of them was a hundred percent Sony. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the rest of them was Marvel. So they asked Marvel, you know, you guys have done well. This is your character. Our our Spider-Man movies haven't hit. Can we bring in uh, Kevin Feige as a consultant? So they did that for free. Kevin Feige come in because he knew he wanted to tie him in, which he did to Civil War, Infinity Wars, and Endgame. Now, the first deal was 5% um, off the first dollar gross. So before anything else, they get 5% and they get all the merchandising rights. Damn. But it's because anywhere at Walmart. That's what Sony gets? No, Disney. Disney gets yeah, that. Yeah, that's what the deal oh, was. Okay. And, and so Sony would pay for the films, and they get everything. They only got 5% off of what it first made everything else because of Sony. That's a solid deal, dude, especially yeah, if your movie was, did gross over a billion well, dollars just in yes. theaters alone. And this was the first This was the first deal. Now they're like, hey, Movies wanna, don't do that, FYI. No, they no don't. No Spider-Man movie does that. By they itself. don't. Yeah. They don't. They're like, we're going to reexamine this. How, this time, uh Who's who are we fucking playing? Who are we kidding? We'll keep the merchandising because we sell toys. Sony doesn't t- sell toys like that. Disney yeah. does. Yeah, Disney's got that. So that they makes know, sense. They got that on lock. But instead of you paying for everything yourself, we'll do fifty percent of the production costs. But we also want fifty percent of the revenue since we're paying half of your bill. So a two billion dollar film, you're paying half. We're paying half, and then we both get half revenue. And Sony's like, no, let's just keep things in they are. And then Kevin Feige said, you know what? I shut out Marvel TV. Marvel is a part of Marvel and Disney, and I shut them out. So, no, that's not the deal we want. So then they came back with another deal. They said, you know what? We'll still pay 50%, and we want 50% of the revenue. But now, instead of 5% of merchandising and all toys, we want 50%. That is your deal. Mm. So now, Sony is losing out now versus like making. Like, you're not going to. Making gonna, of money. Yeah. 
And or more money they could have made. Yeah. They're already making boots. And they graciously took that. Because there was another offer in there, like 25%. No, Sony countered them, like, well, what about 25% of this? And then we do that. And then Sony was like, or Marvel's like, no, this is our offer. We gave you an offer to where we just, you know, the toys, the 5%, that was fine. We just wanted to help you pay. And we're, we're being charitable here. We didn't have to send Kevin Feige over to help get this character on track and to include them in a series. He's like, there was other, they really laid it out. There was other ways that we had this. We rewrote the story when we knew that we could get Spider-Man for these films. Hmm, so okay. this is what you got, and Sony took them up on it. They haven't officially said anything because they're still kind of lingering, trying to save face a little bit, hold out. Of course. But it's been confirmed that they are back in business. Nice. And now Sony is – hopefully this leads just to the transfer of Spider-Man over, like, everything that was acquired from Fox. So not to – I want to hit a quick pause on the topics yeah. that we're talking about because this is the, this is a big – we're trying to we pretty much just shoot the shit. Um Hey, have you had one of the chicken sandwiches from Popeyes? Mike talked about this morning. No, he said they've been, they've been. Have they had one? No, he tried to go get one the other night. They have been beating the shit out of Popeyes to where uh, the next day the cook called in. So there was a line around the Popeyes, and it was like Mike's like, okay, fuck it, I'll go in. He's, what's wrong with the door? <laughs> and he reads well, the, the sign. A lot of them are locked locked down the lobby. So yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. go through drive through. You can't even that's, go inside. That's what he thought because it said something about blah blah. He's like, oh, this is from the night before. And then the lady's like, hey, you get uh, something. He's like, no, no, I didn't come from in there. It's locked. He's like, well, they just said the cook's not here, oh. and and they don't have not only that, but they don't have any food. So <laughs> I'm, I'm no, curious to see how much man, how much their stock has changed. Yeah, I don't really know if I want one at this point. So I'll, I'll be one like I, later. I'll keep Did it real you see with the you. Dad, he's like, baby, they got a pickle on the sandwich. So the taste like chicken and the butter, the buttermilk they got on there. He was going crazy on this shit. I posted on my Twitter a real Eli underscore five thousand. If you guys haven't seen it, but what are you? So, what's the uh, stock? Where, where are we going? Uh, um, I had it. I, I actually tried it Sunday or Tuesday. That's why you look like that. Yes, you looking extra black today. Yes, extra. Um, and uh, it was delicious. Oh, I'll be Nutrition. so. So this is what I tell. I've been telling everybody who's asked me. So. Uh, it's it's a big deal right now just because of the whole society we live in. It's something uh, new. It's a trend. It's a, just hyped over it. Is that pickle in the cup? <gasps> yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just a hype thing right now, and it's trending. Just like everything else that we've been through in the past five years, everything went trans, it trans hard. We're all on the same page, and that's just what the big thing is. Um, but outside from it's trending, it is fire. Okay. <laughs> so that's it got two ups on it. It got the trending thing and then it's, and it it's legitly good. good. The issue, the thing, well, so. I knew you couldn't keep your black ass lips away from that chicken sandwich, you know, boy. Boy, you know me. So He's about the, to break it down. The chicken itself is a lot more meaty. So you it's do have plump. a lot more. It's plump. You have a lot more Thick actual chicken. The white meat is in there. Oh. The, the the breading and the fry. The the breading that they use is if Chick Fil A were to use the same type of frying method that they use for their nuggets, mm. they'd be fire. Be for dead. whatever reason, they don't. It looks the same, but when you taste it, it don't taste my like nuggets. My pleasure. That's what they say to you. That's why they'd be an asshole. It's like my pleasure. Like, yeah, no, no damn well, like, this ain't my nugget yeah. in a larger form. But anyways, so the the, the golden. The, the golden batter they use is really well. It's, it's really good. Is Colonel on the run? So Josh went to, he was about to go to Popeye's last, yesterday. Actually, I was on the phone with him. He couldn't because the line was too long. Yeah. KFC was completely empty. Ooh. I never heard someone get their KFC meal so, so quickly in my life. Here you go. Thank you like for coming. He did. My pleasure. Yeah, he, was, yeah he was like, damn, all right, food. Right. I'm like, there ain't no 
y'all weren't getting that shit. Yeah. It's, it's been sitting there. So anyway, the Popeyes and what's cool about they're spicy. If you're going to get it, don't get the regular one. The regular one's all right, but this, you want to get the spicy one. Everything's better with a little bit spicy. It is, and like unlike Chick Fil A spicy chicken uh, sandwich, bullshit. They actually their chicken's the same. They may put like a little bit of seasoning spice, but the sauce they throw on there yeah. is actually what got the spice. I don't even think like with the the trending that's going on. I think they be sitting like. Just talk, with some that's, that's how it's hitting and then like the pickles mm. so the pickle issue is that it's a chicken pickle that's all it is yeah it's it's, it's, a it's more pickle. it's more closer on the side of a cucumber than fully pickled pickled okay so, so like if, you know cucumbers fish. are made by you know pickles are made by cucumbers if you did not know that yeah but this is a little bit more si- it's a little like bit more the, fresher yeah okay um and it, the bread is a little bit more, you know, Chick-fil-A, they got lazy on their bread, dog. It's, yeah. it's flat, it's squished in. It'd be in. Cr- crumbling and shit. Nah, you need something moist. They, they hook up the air mm. to that bread, fluff it up. It's, yeah. it's hitting, though. Like, when I got another thing, when I get halfway through, when I get eat a whole chicken sandwich, I can eat some fries. Yeah. I'm, but I'm, after this, you're like, nah. Oh, dude, I was literally, I had like three bites left, and I was like, damn, I am full. So it's um, okay. Because so, Byron, actually, you know Byron. Yeah. Byron actually went to go grab him. Byron be grabbing everything, dude. He does. He does. He actually hey. went to that new uh, ramen shop, also on Memorial and Which Western. One? What's it called? Uh, uh, Masa. The one that we were talking about like a couple episodes ago. Yeah, I got yes, you. yes. He went up there and, and uh, you Why know, would you do that after Tamashi though? So he 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 says he's like their ramen can't touch Tamashi's with a fishing rod, but he feel like the ramen may have been messed up. He thinks someone mm. he, well because he said there was a strong smell. Mm. When he walked in there, and when he ate, it was it was Dude, it smelled like around. it was burnt broth. You just turn around at that. Well, they were giving out free food that night because it was like their official grand opening. That's because they fucked it up. Mm, yeah, yeah. I've never known anyone of Asian descent to disrespect their food. That was by weird. giving away some. And that's what another thing he said. He said everybody was Asian except for the manager. His wife. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'll let you know. Put put piece. Go of to Tamashi's. Put a piece of that uh, Popeye's chicken in there. They'll oh, get yeah, them but, back but definitely, here. if you guys can, when the you know, if you that's my white accent. I get them back here right now. You ever watch Hood Six News? Uh-uh. I'll send it to you okay. later. But anyways, I just want to take a pause real quick and hit on that <laughs> for some goddamn um, chicken. Yeah, chicken. We got to. But yeah, uh, then we also got some other news that came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, hit on one because I got the the trailer for the last thing. What you got? My name is Dolomite. Dolomite is oh, my okay. name. Okay, we're going to save that. We save that. Disney also announced Raya and the Last Dragon, which is going to be Hell Disney's yeah. next brand new animated film. Fuck yeah. Which, of course, is Disney, so you can't help but to be excited about it. If you're not excited about it, then you're just being well, stupid. I will say, did you see um, The Lion King? Yes. What did you think about it? So, me going into The Lion King, I already had my perception for it. I actually enjoyed it. Mm. Um, I dozed off a little bit just because I was tired that day. Um, No, that's not what it is. (laughs) It's because the animal, like my problem was with it is the animals don't emote. Well, we knew that. No, 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 no. We knew that going into that. We knew these animals were going to be like. Do you know why Pixar does great? Oh, no, daddy. They over exaggerate. No, daddy. Daddy. I I I will never feel the same about Mufasa after seeing the live. So the only issue I had with the live version is Scar. I did not like Scar's character. Yeah, his voice was his voice was completely, just like throwing the fuck. Yeah, off. His, his voice was trash. But honestly, you know, I'm a fan of Lion King, so I kind of knew this was going to be Lion King. Yeah, you would be. Yeah, so I wasn't really tripping. Uh, have you seen Aladdin yet? 
No, I still ain't went to go see. I saw the uh, the Cable Wonders really where good. they were where he's singing and stuff, and I was like, No, I gotta no, get. I know, I know, you gotta I get know. used to it. I no, gotta get out uh, of Robin Williams. Uh, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, and Will Smith did a fantastic job. No, he did, that. but he wasn't. I know, I know. Like... You're feeling the same way I feel because I love Robin Williams. <laughs> I love the genie. And then when I went to there, I was all because I didn't like Al. Yeah, I did not like Al at all. He was too pretty to be like a, a street rat. His acting then, was bugging me, honestly. But then once the movie kept going, man, I, just, I fell you, in love with it. Yeah, you fell into Disney's trap. That's what they get you. Good job, Disney. Like, Disney made me believe that a big black woman was evil, Ursula. And that's like everybody's grandma. You know, it's like, you're like, wait a second. Remind me to tell you from okay. about Ursula. Uh, <laughs> but you hear Queen Latifah's yeah. going to play Ursula. Okay, so they got rid of Kate McKinnon. Yeah, Queen, I thought they were gonna do uh, "Old Girl with the Flute." Um, the 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 rapper she'd be coming out, she'd be like, "Yeah, bitch," and she'd be pulling out the flute and shit. Oh, you talking about? Oh fuck, is it Lucy? Hang on, I got I got her on my Spotify. But one thing that we do find out is Pan, uh, Black Panther Two is coming out in two thousand and twenty. That was two thousand twenty two. I saw 2020, yeah, let me check, because I, I just pulled it up real quick, but I didn't see the date. But we did get a re- release date, Ryan Coogler. Yes, uh, yes, which was a really cool thing. Now, that not even let you know, even if it's 2020 or 2022, whichever one. let you know how far in advance they're, they're looking at this and already getting every, like the next phase already yeah, in motion. I think it is 22. It's not pulling up, but... Uh, yeah, they they have looked way as soon as that first one hit because that was the highest grossing Marvel film. They was Period. like, yep, second one. And then uh, what's well, you'd name be came idiot out for not uh, doing a second one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, and um, actually like this this kind of leads to this. Like I'm writing a lot more, so I have. A, yeah, speaking of, that, I never text you back on that man. That yeah. was actually some good shit. Oh, thank you. Yeah, like I I was like, oh, Buck didn't text me back. Scrap it. I threw it all. No, I'm joking. Because by then I was I was actually hard in my creative drunken state. I already figured. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Yes. Which I cannot wait to show you. Okay. What the table looks like now versus, and okay. then what it's going to look like at the end of this motherfucking week, okay. bitches. Okay. At the end of this week. Because Monica, they keep like, damn. When's the, when's the broadcast? I was like, he's got a hard date on stuff he's finishing, but just wait. Damn. Working on a table right now. I, I got the lighting done, or at least the lighting good enough for right now. And then the, the table is what's uh, been a Accent. progression because I have built three Elijah different frames, like just the fucking legs of this goddamn table. And then the final one is the one I'm like, I woke up one morning and I was like. This is there it. I go. Holy shit. God damn, I love the way my mind works. And then boom. Now, tonight, like I said, that's all I'm working on. Did, is just, did you put, because I know you didn't want the pop-up, did you put, like, carve those and put those into the legs? That was something I thought about. So everything everything is looks is totally different Okay, now. okay, yeah, okay Everything's okay. totally different. Okay, like, I, okay so I don't need to. Outside for the, I call the top a wing, because yeah. it kind of looks like, a, yeah, like an airplane does. wing. Uh, outside for that. Everything is everything else is different. Okay. Yeah, I put it like this. I'm not even using wood legs anymore, dude. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. He, he's evolved. He's making take the next step. But the, like <laughs> like when y'all see this motherfucker, tell y'all like this motherfucker. This is what I understand. What took so long? Man. Yes. Uh, oh hell yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're not made all this like from from just me. Yeah. yeah fuck like, yeah. Oh, you gonna yeah. be like. This is why I fuck with this nigga. This is why I follow him. This is why I, I consult to him. This is why we in this together because this is this is this some is, shit. This is like he put in a cauldron and a fucking table came out. I've never seen liquid turn into a solid form before. Yeah, uh, but that's like not only that comic. I decided to go ahead and write my Spider Man one. So Spider Man Restraint 
the whole premise is like nobody knows how strong spider-man is he's punched hulk from earth to the moon before but the reason they don't know is one of the problems that most superheroes have and him being so um resilient to killing someone and so uh not like more pacifist yeah like his appreciation for life and the responsibilities to have not only villains but civilians the people that he saves he always wants to protect life so it's called spider-man restraint how much hmm. restraint does he have not only like this is the things that you don't see like when he's hitting a bad guy, like, oh, I need to hit him at this angle because this will take 40% of my power off. Which said, he's, he's very he's super intelligent, intelligent enough, yeah. But also, like, me and MJ is getting it. I can't be plowing into the bed. Like, you see, like, my girl, my super ex-girlfriend where she's a superhero, like, shit like that. Like, everything, like, picking, like, running. Almost like a Luke Cage yeah. sex scene. Yeah. Okay. It's like okay. just everything in there. Like, if I push off and the friction I create on the ground, that's going to pull up concrete and people are going to know I'm somebody that's going to draw attention to me. Everything that he does, even though he's trying to be fast, even though he's trying to do this, he has to reserve so much. And his that's his biggest foe because he's always battling with himself. Mm. So that's the whole premise of that comic. And then I have Melage United, which is all of the top tier and greatest Dora Milaje from the past. Like the leaders, not like all of the followers. Because Dora Milaje is the all-female uh, bodyguards of Black Panther. Oh, okay. I'm with but you now. there's an actual African group that they came from. Like almost African Amazons. Oh. So we're going into the story and we're using lesser known and then... So it's almost like taking the black version of like the Amazon. Mm-hmm. Or like, uh, uh, what's her name? Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And doing that. So the first one we're starting off with is King Cadaver, who felt like he had a, a right to the throne, went into the room, got this radiation, fucked up. He looks like the fly now. Mm, and, damn. But he That's works. A fuck up. Yeah. And he works with Killmonger, but even these lesser That's known. That's fuck. That's some shit. Yeah. Damn, so, I'll work with Killmonger too at that point. You, damn. you have to. Shit. So uh, it's going to follow each one of them. He's a king and you fucked up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. speaking of Kings, I went here and finished watching Cyberpunk, or not Cyberpunk, uh, Cannon Blaster. Yeah, I'm on episode six. That okay. show is so good. Yeah, I went here and finished it, dude. Now, dude. That's a that's a solid show. Anyway, when, uh, but before we talk about anime, what time, where are we at right now in time? We are 47 minutes Ooh, in. We're about, we're about yeah, let's go and show Dolomite. <laughs> okay, so let's move to the last thing. And this trailer's three minutes. So I think it's the last whole, thing, but it ain't. <laughs> the whole trailer. Oh, I haven't moved that far too too far over. But this is uh, Dolomite Is My Name. And this came out of nowhere, both Wesley Snipes. Which, Wesley Snipes, after he got out of jail, he did Gallo Walkers, which was eh. an okay movie. Uh, but now he's back in action with Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. And it's so convenient that after he goes on Comedians, Cars, and Coffee. Hey, did he drop Wesley's name during the interview? He might have. I got to go back because I've watched so much shit with yeah, him now yeah, after yeah. that. But he is uh, really much given the life of Rudy Ray Moore, who, if you guys don't know, he's a failed comic. He's a failed lot of things and decided to be his own version of uh, Shaft. Mm -hmm. Because he did porn, he did a raunchy comedy, which was rhyming, he was Dolomite, all these different movies. The first movie I saw was Petey Wheatstraw, The Son of the Devil. And it's it's like, Petey Wheatstraw came out, like, it's talking about the birth. He came out of his mama and slapped the doctor, and he ain't never take nothing from nobody. He's like, you honky's gonna, yeah, 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 I gotta, it's crazy to see everything that he goes through to struggle to be somebody like to fucking be his Dolom- own person yeah and he yeah. was fucking doing movies like when they talked about the guy from uh last dragon mm-hmm. fucking rudy ray moore is in a karate film like in 2000 and someone's like this motherfucker's too old to be doing He's this. trying He's but trying. 
it, it's telling his story. Eddie Murphy is perfect for this. Uh, it's good to see him. And this leads to one more thing. Coming to America, too, we actually have – they've got everybody on the cast except for, I think, one – one member that passed away, so everybody's coming back. James Earl Jones, yeah, that's um, just a heavy cast, and that's Leslie heavy, uh, heavy Leslie cast. Jones is in it now too. Yeah, that's, I saw that. Yeah, so uh, and it's by the same director, and Eddie's producing it and and growing back in. So we'll get to see Eddie and Simi again. And the the script that I heard a while back was that he stepped out on Lisa and then has another kid that's coming to find him, which is oh boy the. Fuck! What he played? Uh, he was the the centaur on Percy Jackson, and he did like a lot of B, like black level B movies. Okay, uh, younger black kid. I can't remember what else. Yeah, to show in. me. Yeah, but that's uh, cool. Hopefully, though. that's yeah, not that, the that's... script. I just want to see coming to America too. Yeah, of course, everybody does. That's going to be a high grossing movie, just even if it's a flop. Um, that was another movie. Speaking of movies, I went and saw um, no, you... Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. How would you feel about that? With Quentin Tarantino and yeah. uh, Brad is, Pitt and Leo. I didn't which watch. Which is a killer. Killer cast. Yeah. 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 I didn't and, watch. And, 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 and what's uh, uh, Robbie, Mar- uh, uh, what's the chick's Margo name? Margot Robbie. Yeah, Margot Robbie. Yeah, disrespectful. Yeah, super that disrespectful. Girl, you don't even know her name. Hey, because in that movie, she probably only had like one page of lines. I, I fell in love with her again. Now, I've never seen dirty feet mm. that I will clean However, you wanted me to. It was See, man. She looked. She looked. She looked. You, you calm down. Nah, she looked amazing in that movie. And Leo and and, and and so Quentin did a really good job at. So the the description of the movie, just to kind of give you guys a non spoiler thing, is that um, you found him. It's not. It's showing the people we talked about: oh, Eddie okay. Murphy, James Earl Jones, Wesley Snipes. Uh, John so Adam. so the scene is that Leo is a failed. He's not failed. He's a art uh, actor that is on the decline of his, you know, acting career. Uh, Brad Pitt plays his stunt double. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Um, I forget. Margaret plays Sharon Margo, Tate. Yeah. yeah, she plays shit. What? He said Margaret. What is he said it? Margo. Margo. Damn, man. I'm so disrespectful. Um, she plays Sharon Tate. Just say Harley Quinn. That's like <laughs> She plays Sharon, Sharon Tate. Tate yeah. Yeah, Sharon Tate, who, if you guys don't know, was a victim of the uh, Charles Manson yeah. you know, murders, murders and whatnot. Bullshit. So that's where this takes place during the time. So this movie has a very, if you like Pulp Fiction, you're going to like yeah, it because yeah. it's different stories. Told from different aspects. Different aspects, so and they too. end up in the, in the same area. And... Uh, me and D watched it, and uh, which she's not really a Quentin Tarantino fan. Well, that shit is like, okay. but and it was kind of slow at first. I yeah. was loving it just because I I'm a huge fan of Leo and Brad yeah. and um, Quentin and and and, and Margot. Mar- <laughs> just don't say her name no more, dude. Like she she your card is gone now. She's like he can't even say my name. We're done. <laughs> no, I got a nickname for her. That's all it is. <laughs> so, anyways, um, but the movie was great. Uh, even the ending was was Quentin Tarantino style. Uh, I I would easily go back. You got one more film, huh? You got one more film, and I can't even like the film that I can't even remember it now because I've talked about it so much. And I like as soon as I said, I was like, "What's the film?" Because the film that he's got coming up as his last film is fucking legendary, dude. I like, can imagine because I, even because he, he's he working with people you never think he'd work with. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I don't put it past him because mm-hmm. anybody who's like socially conscious, anybody who just wants to have a good time and 
to have a serious movie, yeah. they work with him. Um, because even this movie, this movie hit on some social issues. Um, Samuel Jackson's in all his movies, and he, mm-hmm. he did like this strange. I, I can't confirm it was him, but I'm a hundred percent sure that was Samuel Jackson. He just played this because it's not on his IMD. His, it's uh, not on Samuel's IMD. No, but what can, about the movies though? It, you might want to check the movie then, because there's this quick like two scenes. Uh, Leo is re- he's acting as the bad cowboy cause he's like a cowboy he's a villain cowboy he's acting as a bad cowboy in a saloon yeah. and in this table there's two Mexicans and a black guy the black guy the way the, 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 the camera shoots at him in this table mm. it was pretty much pointless they had no real reason to doing that yeah. and Quentin does a really good job I was watching Dinko's Bastards the other day he does a really On good job yeah, yeah he does a really good job at doing uh, moving the camera in a way to really fill the whole place and to make you feel like you're actually there anyways they they shine on this dude twice like quick shots and they never said anything at this table they never done anything crazy but that motherfucker I guarantee you that was Sam Guarantee you. And got paid for that shit. And got paid for that. I don't know. I, I think a lot of them do shit just for the fuck of it. I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, because, I mean, I know, like, if you was Quentin and, like, you was just filming a movie, I'd be like, hey, dude. Yeah. Like, Y'all think Marvel's after post-credit scenes or some shit. I'm going to do this Yeah, right I'm here. like, Quentin, you need me to do anything real quick? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Are you looking at IMDb? Yeah, I'm trying to look through. I don't see him yet. Dude, he was like a, a hot shot. <laughs> Like, it like, might be pop, pop. like there was a bunch of people who got a lot more shit on that. Um, but then we also got GamerCon that happened. Up, but we'll talk about that on our video game episode. Yeah. Because um, we, we had so much shit to talk about. Once we got in here, like, you know what? A little bit of shit did yeah. happen. So I still don't see him, dude. I'm like down like uh, Starlet, uncredited, uncredited hippie, uncredited playboy bunny. So all those people had more screen time than him. Yeah, okay. So the, the, another person that DeAndre thought was in there was Kiki Palmer. Have you seen her name pop up? I didn't even look for it. Okay, this a long she must list. she should have been exactly. See, there's a bunch of motherfuckers in this movie, dude. Um but yeah, it was a great movie. Um I it's been getting a lot of mixed reviews. Yeah. Uh, a lot of mixed reviews, but I think it was a solid movie. Um they especially the ending like the second, the probably like the last quarter of the movie was just hilarious to me. You get to see just Brad and uh, Leo, just their characters really just it looks being like friends with one another. Him a lot. Oh, he does. He's, I mean, he's, he's he's a chauffeur. He's his he's his buddy. And he don't want to be nothing more than just a stuntman. Well, you can tell that he he does, but he he knows where he sits at. Yeah, he does. Um, Bruce Lee's in the like there's a Bruce yeah. Lee version of the movie. Yeah, that's the shit I've been hearing about from everybody. I'm like, what have okay. you been hearing? Oh, they hate it because it makes Bruce look dumb, and then they. Like, his family reached out and said, you portrayed my dad. And then the, even people that, like, not even train with him, like, Joe Rogan talked. He was like, he's a real smart guy. He's a first kinesiologist, which made Bill Wallace, who was a famous so, martial artist. I'm going to spoil it. So, if you so, don't want to spoil it, just... You know, talk about the fight scene. Yeah, we'll how they won one, and they both won one, and it wasn't settled. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spoil this part. So... I don't see her in here. What it was, was that they were filming Green Hornet. And we know Bruce Lee yeah. was... Uh, was Kano. Kano. Yeah. So... Kano was just, he was just talking about his his knowledge of martial arts and whatnot. Brad Pitt's character, who was a stunt double, funny as hell. started talking. He, he laughed. Mm-hmm. And then Bruce was like, what do you think so funny? Like, what's so funny to you that you feel like you need to laugh while I'm talking? 
So if anything, Brad Pitt was the one that was being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Bruce Lee being no, disrespectful. They were saying like the whole fight, like Bruce never used flying kicks except for in films because that's what white America knew Asians for. But other than that, he used his speed and power and talked to people about kinesiology and the effects of why you don't leave the ground but everybody likes it because it's big and flash and you have to do turn kick so that was a that was yeah. his first move was the flying kick mm-hmm. to the chest which not cliff that was brass name yeah. cliff on his ass and he stood up like let's do it again and cliff's character was a he he was like yeah. military marine special forces yeah um so he knew hand-to-hand combat mm-hmm. so then the second scene i but the second fight i believe Bruce did something and he traveled his momentum into a car. Yeah. He hit the car, he popped back up. He was like, All right, motherfucker, let's and go. Then it got broke up. So then they actually started fighting, fighting. Like it was some good. Oh, so that's the one in the some trailer good, where he's blocking. And- yeah, it was some good choreography uh, and them engaging. And then what it is is that the head director's wife don't like brad pitt's character mm-hmm. he don't like she don't like cliff because supposedly cliff killed his wife we don't know too much about that we don't know what happened yeah. but i don't know yeah <laughs> so she feels uncomfortable so when she sees her car messed up and see cliff a stunt double fighting the lead cat one of the lead mm-hmm. roles she flips out tell the motherfucker hey, get the fuck out of here yeah. and stops the fight um but it was it was funny because one thing quentin does really well in my opinion is that he will hit on a a real scenario yeah um, and throw his own spin fictional it. twist or non-fictional fictional yeah. twist on it because he loves Bruce. Yeah, he loves Bruce, yeah. and um, even the whole darkness of you know he made these. I'm not going to ruin the end, but yeah. you know it was, it was definitely a, okay. the ending was legit. It was very Quentin Tarantino made you feel good. I will tell you this before we get out of here: one show that you need to watch if you have never wanted to see. Like the ballroom, which is huge in the transgender community and gay community, you have to watch Pose. It's on season one's on Netflix, but it's on Amazon Prime. That shit is fucking hilarious. He said, "Look at all these unquenchable hoes in here thirsting for dick," and there's there's and that's like the main MC pray tell. Uh, like talking to like they're at a funeral and they's over there in the corner like his face like look how he's on Thursday and he's he's just off the wall. I wonder if this is how like white people in other cultures feel about like when yeah, they were like they getting do. immersed in hip hop. Yeah, like I wonder if this is how they feel because the gay culture it 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 makes me laugh just because they're so they're so blunt. Yeah, you know, oh, they, yeah. they they have filters of course. And I think but in see, certain situations, but their filters are, are me, just so like. Up. You speak on. Let me give you something else. He said, "Why the fuck are you up there selling your booty hole for a quarter?" And then he turns. He said, "Are you my G string? Get out of my ass!" And there's conversation like at the dinner table, dude, about shit like y'all need to stay up out of my fucking business. But he said it in a way that illustrated to you the only thing that should be in my ass if it's not my lover. Is a goddamn G string, not you trying to figure out what the fuck I'm doing. And so I love it. I love it. Is, it. Is, it's, it's a good show, and but it also speaks on things that happened in the '80s, the big outbreak with HIV and how they lived and processed through that. And now it's a disease that they don't want to cure, and you see people like, oh, I don't rent to fags, I don't do this, I don't do that, and they very blunt and very disrespectful. Even though these people have gone through, like uh, Damon, his dad finds a play uh, girl. 
under his bed. That's the other version. Yeah. yeah. And kicks him out, like beats him with the belt and then kicks him out. And his mom said, why'd you do that to me? And slapped him in the face. Like, if you're going to do that. And she threw the book. And so he was kicked out on his own. Same thing with some other people, like their family disowning them just because they didn't understand them. And then when it comes to the point of the funeral, then it's a lot of regret because like, why didn't I understand you? Yeah. This, this last person that, that passed away, I like the fact that uh, she was saying like, I knew I asked for like it was everybody had a glimpse of this person speaking to him, trying to get them through this this trauma. And it's like, you know what? I asked for that dollhouse for two Christmases, and I, she's like, I know you're the one that got it for me, Daddy, because I saw you sneak in my room and put it up. So even though they could understand their son being gay, they didn't understand the other stuff. He was like, you know, this is something that he she wants however he addressed at that time but i'm gonna go ahead and get that for my kid because that's still my kid and that was something that was different than the other deaths and the rest of the families that we saw beforehand where it's just very negative we disassociate it's like i didn't know how to love you but i tried then you found your place here and i'm glad that everybody came out to your funeral i just wish i had more time why did it take me so long to get to love you why did i stop loving you all i see is my baby mm. and so that's how it should be yeah. yeah and and so now that we're at that that part in the show i love it but there's a lot of cattiness there's a lot of fight this bitch said it's hammer time and went to her purse and pulled a fucking hammer out because they wouldn't let her like come up and do a category it's some funny so it's shit something I need to watch. yeah it's okay. funny okay. funny funny okay. fucking because shit. I, I just finished so so uh, i've been watching i know we're Shit done on yeah. time. Uh, I just finished Queen of uh, Queen of the South, which is a great okay. movie. How's that? A great series. Uh, it's phenomenal. I think then this week is their last, their season finale. Uh, and I, I can feel myself. I want to. I feel like it's time for me to get back on anime. Yeah. But I'm still got anime that I'm watching week to Dude, week. I, I'm what? still watching Doctor uh, Doctor Stone. I'm still watching the Fire Academy. I'm still watching okay, Black Clover. So did you see the last episode of Fire Academy? No. Okay. I'm one episode behind that. So you're on six. Yes. So seven. Okay. So yes. you you saw the tree, the cherry blossom tree. Now I'm on five. Oh, mother. I'm okay. on five. I'm on five. I'm going to show you. I'll probably watch them after we leave here. But what else are you um, watching? And then I know I, I still got uh, those two. And then I'm, I'm, I'm about to start Demon Slayer. Mm. Yeah, which I know mm. is like a, a instant platinum title. And I have not seen this tree. Yeah, you got to see the fire tree because the cherry blossom. And then when they the petals come down. Is someone's, is someone's uh, power? Yeah, yeah. Damn. This is old girl from Fire Station Five. So they, I remember you telling about her. Okay. Oh, and then of course I just finished uh, Cannon Buster. That's the, okay. Yeah. So it's funny too. I was watching Cannon Buster. I was like, is this a chick that Elijah was showing me? So I went no, back to her uh, test message. Was like, uh, Fire Force. No, this is Fire Force. Yeah. yeah. So Cannon Buster is good I, too. I like I like the drunk, the old drunk from the red. Oh, Roman. hey, sh- nine. Mm. Sh- and then twelve had that conflict. Like, what am I going to do now? So Maybe. that's where you're at. Yeah, because it's episode six. Like, he fucking got evaporated by the plant twi- almost twice. Yeah, he up in there getting... T- yeah. <laughs> hey, every time he's like, oh! I love this place. I, I could live place. here forever. Ah! Yeah, yeah, I mean, that that ended on a good note. It's, it ended on the Netflix note, just mm-hmm. FYI. Yeah. So there is a part two that's going to be coming oh, yeah, out soon. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I, I love that anime. That anime was very... Uh, pay homage to Cowboy Bebop, Trigon, Ally Star, Phil. And even it feels like Radiant, too, with the vibrant colors. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely, cast, definitely. And then the, the cast has been black just cast. a normal black cast, like not yeah, over nothing. the top. Hey, 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 Goku, you no want one, to fight? Like, no one rapped lips. at all. Yeah, no one had perfect. the no one had the super soaker lips. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was great. But anyways, Elijah, it's been a yeah. great episode. One eighty six. One eighty six. So next mm. week we come back with our comic book episode. One eighty seven. 
and we should highlight some of the because I did write ups on my fantasy sports talk about Moon Knight versus Batman, who would win. So we'll talk about some comics that you need to check out for She Hulk that's coming to Netflix or Disney Plus, Moon Knight, uh, some of these what if stories, and then then go from there. Yes. So, uh, but I'm Elijah Five Thousand. I am the underscore Buckety. Where can I find you? Blackestudios.com, Blackestudios on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And also, if you want to email us, you can email us at podcast at blackestudios.com. Elijah, where can they find you at? In you can podcast? find anything and everything about the Elijah Bailey Show, bitch, on the official Facebook page, Elijah Bailey Show, or Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Elijah Bailey Show. Just cut off the W on the end. That's S-H-O. And... Please send your emails to ElijahBaileyShow at gmail.com. If you don't like sending emails, just simply subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Podbean. Changes are coming. Or Spotify. Yep. Add us to your playlist on Spotify. Listen to us every week like you do. Changes are coming. Any podcast. Yes. Evolution. Yes. Evolution. It's going to rock this whole studio, unfortunately. Yes. The evolution. Everybody who's situated and everything like that, we're all about to make you do different things. You're but we thank you To feel like you get reparations from this show. No. How we went? Okay, you're gonna feel like the evolutions here. Yes, uh, not Sleep Power Rangers evolutions, not Naruto evolution to Boruto, but real human. evolution, evolution, human evolution, Darwinism at its best. Matabella, mm-hmm. and with that, Kaminati. I'm Elijah Five Thousand. I am the underscore <laughs> We'll catch your ass. The Takakol in the next podcast. You no, know, I got the alpha right. No, uh, what's the name? What? What's up, everybody? Elijah 5000 here. Me and the Buckety appreciate it so much that you download this show each and every week. Again, we drop every Thursday. If you're new to the Elijah Bailey Show, go to Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to this auditorial pleasure that you get weekly, and just subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you, and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast.